All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode. And my guest joining me today, you may remember her from that show, Real World Philadelphia. Sarah, how are we doing? Hey, Mike, how are you? I'm doing fine. I'm really grateful that you're coming on here because I know this is not something that you talk about every day, you know? Yeah, no. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, well, let me ask you, like, uh, was it a conscious effort to kind of like move away from uh, that time of your life? Or like, would you say like maybe organically happened? Um, I think it, I mean, I think it was kind of a combination of the two. I mean, I, I don't, I don't have any regrets about doing the show. Um, I still keep in touch with multiple people um, from my show and made some really great friends. And it, I moved to New York afterwards when I was doing a lot of the appearances and met some amazing people. And, um, you know, when I was in New York, obviously, like, New York was a great place to be after the show because, you know, there's a lot of famous people there. So, like, you aren't, like, really famous if you're on Real World. I mean, I did get some attention from, you know, people recognizing me, but it wasn't like overwhelming. And then I was in law school and, you know, then I had to just really focus on studying and then becoming a lawyer and getting a job. And, you know, that's just not something that you talk about in, you know, the professional realm. I mean, people knew about it, but I didn't like walk around talking about it. So it just kind of happened organically. And I just went on with my life. Did that conversation come up like in the sense of like maybe interfering with potential jobs when you would go to them or like did it never really um, serve as a hindrance? No, it didn't. No one cared. I mean, the people hiring me didn't watch the show. I mean, it wasn't like um, I I had a summered. um, Actually, yeah, cool. No, I summered with them. I mean, I knew those guys really. It wasn't a big deal. It just wasn't. I didn't do I mean, I didn't do anything on the show to like that would warrant me to not get a job, you know? So I think if anything, like some of the older, not old, but like older guys thought it was cool or something, you know, (laughs) but they hadn't watched it. And they were just like, do you have the DVDs? And like, I was like, no, I did, but I didn't want, you know, to just, you didn't want, did you, you didn't watch yourself back or were you, I did. I watched, I watched some of the episodes. Um, I watched most of them. There were some that I would miss um, because, you know, back in the, uh, olden times, like, you know, DVR wasn't even really that popular. So it aired and, you know, you had to be there. It was, there was no on demand. Um, and I traveled a lot, like when the show was airing, because um, I was doing a lot of appearances, college stuff, um, which actually helped me pay for law school, which oh, wow. is another, another perk. Yeah. Um, the show doesn't pay a ton. Um, you know, that's a misconception. Um, but back then, at least, I don't know. I know that the challenges and some of the reunion shows I think are kind of worthwhile, but, um, yeah, I just, yeah, it was, I don't even know. I just lost my train of thought. So <laughs> no, that's fine. That all I was happens. actually working right before we got on this. That's, uh, that's, uh, my life. So, yeah. How, how would you say the reception was like, as far as like, you know, when you leave this thing, you know, there's going to be like fans that are going to be watching this. They're going to formulate their opinions, people in your normal life that, you know, they're going to like ask you like, Hey, how was the show? Or they might even tune in and like react to it. How would you say like, uh, you, you were met once uh, you came off this thing, if you could remember. Um, I mean, I remember of course. Uh, so, you know, back in 2004 is when my show came out. Um, things were really different. Um, so 
I always felt like, and I still feel like to an extent, but not as much that, you know, women and females would always get skewered um, more than men. And I mean, for the wrong reasons, like things that wouldn't even be acceptable today. I know I'm not bitter about it. I knew exactly everything that came out of my mouth came out of my mouth. You know, like everyone's like, did they completely change everything? I'm like, not really. I mean, everything I said, I said, um, everything I did, I did. And I, I, I knew intellectually going into the show that, you know, people were going to judge me. Um, you know, there's just always going to be people who are going to have strong opinions and you just have to do your best to just kind of like, and thankfully then, um, you know, there wasn't as much social media presence, you know, and you could really easily avoid, um, message boards. I mean, if you really wanted to find some horrible stuff about yourself, you could, I mean, but there was this one guy and I forget his name. He wrote for entertainment weekly and every single week he would write a review of our, like the episode, like that was part of his job. And he hated me, like hated me, like just, but he said stuff that was so horrible that like, if he said it today, like he would have immediately been fired. Like Mm -hmm. he, he made this comment because I had, and during my interviews, not on the show, I had indicated that I had been sexually assaulted and Mm -hmm. I didn't know they were going to air something from my interviews leading up my auditions in the show. And my mom didn't even know that that had happened to me. So when it aired on the show, um, one of the the directors or producers reached out to me just to let me know it was going to be airing because I didn't talk about it on the show. I just talked about it before the show. Yeah. Um, And he essentially wrote something saying, like, how cliched is that? Like another girl with daddy issues who's been raped. Like, so yeah, he like literally wrote something like that. And I remember after that, like, that was, that was probably the most, that was the hardest because I think I laid on like my couch for the next week, just completely just floored that someone could be so cruel. Um, if someone did that today, like it, it it'd be canceled. Like that would be, Oh, 100%. Um, and, yeah. but that was acceptable. Well, for rifle reason. I mean, yeah. And I mean, listen, like I was young, um, everyone on our show, <laughs> we were in this house with cameras on us all the time. And we were all talking about sex, like constantly yeah. because, because we weren't having sex <laughs> except <laughs> the guys were, they figured out the yeah. loophole. Um, and they had no shame about certain things, but like we weren't, so we were horny and we were young and like, we were talking about those things. And I was the girl with the fake boobs who liked to talk about sex. And I knew that I was going to be marketed that way. Like it, 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 so I wasn't like upset, but that upset me like that somebody making light of sexual assault. Um, that to me was like, but besides that, everything else was just expected and normal. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it made me a stronger person and I'm an attorney now. So <laughs> yeah. I, have to, I have to deal with a lot of, um, I, I'm ag- exaggerating. Actually, I get along with opposing counsel pretty well, but sometimes you got to deal with some pretty nasty people in my line of work. So I wasn't, I'm not really shocked anymore about when people are, you know, pretty low. Mm-hmm. That, that's like absurd to think about. Like you said, entertainment weekly, right? Like, Nowadays, like, I would say, like, now, like, everybody's kind of, like, supposed to gear towards being, like, neutral and, like, you know, like, just straight to the point, like, objective. 
Whereas, like, an article like that, oh, my God, like, that's just so hard to believe that anything like that, like, was approved and put out in the year 2004. It was a different time. I mean, it sounds crazy because it's, like, 2004, but, I mean, it was a different time. I mean, these, this is the time when you would walk into a grocery store and see, like, close-up pictures of women's cellulite on their bodies and, yeah. you know, just, like, oh, look who's three pounds heavier or whatever. I mean, so... It was what it was, but besides that, I mean, the, the show is a positive experience. I mean, I think it's just, yeah, I mean, that was the only negative downside, but that's reality, you know? Did you ever, like, talk to producers about any of that stuff, or did you kind of just take it on the chin? What do you mean? Like, if did, did you, like, bring it to their attention, like, oh, this is being, like, said about me in, like, Entertainment Weekly, can you, like, take it up with them, or? No. No, I mean, everyone has a right to free speech. I mean, whether it, I mean, that guy put it out there, that's on him, not me, right? Like he has to live with the karma of saying something that's disgusting um, about yeah. somebody else and putting it in print. Um, but we filmed the entire show and then we were, were basically released back into the wild. Um, one of the, the directors of the show, Laura, she was amazing and she was actually i think a psychologist before she was a director i don't know if anyone's ever talked about her before but she's gone on to do a lot of other reality shows i think she did that one that like won a lot of awards with with people with down syndrome mm -hmm. she sat us down like one of our last weeks that we were there before we watched our first episode and she said listen you know now you're going out into like the real world <laughs> not this world you've been living in for the past four months which sounds kind of weird but it was true we weren't living yeah. in a real world um and she's like and you know there's message boards there's people who are going to say things about you and i just want you to to know this she she gave this anecdote about one of the cast members who was on road rules and she died i think in a car accident yeah um, yeah mm -hmm. and she said and people wrote on the message boards things like i never liked her anyway i'm glad she died oh so Laura said to us, listen, this is like, if you're going to go on a message board, like, just know that there's these people who will say these things. There is no level to which they will not sink. And, you know, these are sad people. So I, my recommendation for you is stay off of them and, you know, just live your life. Um, don't seek out the negative. But sometimes it was impossible because, you know, you, I didn't even read the Entertainment Weekly thing. My sister did. And then she decided it would be a great idea to tell me because she was so mad about it. You know, um, I understand why she told me, but at the same time, it was just like, I don't, I didn't seek out things about me. Like I didn't go on message boards and like see what people were saying. Cause that's not healthy. So, yeah. yeah. And it's, it's crazy that like things that were said then like 2004, like, like a sex positive outlook is something that was like really frowned upon, especially like, maybe as like a woman saying it just because of a double standard that just naturally exists both in like life and reality TV to top it off. But then like now with like how society's evolved, it's like a sex positive outlook is like almost like things are the norm now. Yeah. I mean, and it's funny too, because like everyone thinks that like MJ and I had a thing when we were on the show and we didn't, I mean, I think we kissed a couple of times and that was it. Yeah. But I think I kissed Landon too. Like, <laughs> no, I don't think that was a storyline. I don't know if that that was shown at the reunion. I think is like the like things you didn't see moment. I think. Okay. I yeah, yeah. I don't even remember what I said, but yeah, I mean, it's 
it was just, you know, they, I understand that, you know, you want to have fun TV, you, you have innuendo, you have, you know, what's going on. I got it. I was never mad about any of the ways that they put the show together. I mean, maybe I was, I wasn't mad at the producers for playing something that I said in an audition because I said in an audition, it was filmed. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a little bit miffed about it just because it was unexpected, but I was warned. So, I mean, that is what it is. You sit down in front of a camera and you say something <laughs> and you sign some papers. Like, yeah. I mean, you're, I'm a lawyer. You sign a contract. It is what it is. So. Was the land, I'm uh, not the land, was the you and MJ thing, were you guys like playing that up for like the, the storyline at all? Or was it just like, cause I th- could have sworn at the reunion, you guys were saying something about, like the cameras were like following you. So were, you guys were trying to like kind of mess with them or something like that. I mean, maybe we said that back then. Maybe MJ said it. I don't know. Um, The funny thing about MJ is that I actually talked to MJ before the show even started. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't know if we talked about that on the reunion special, which was so long. Oh, I didn't know that, actually. Yeah, so he went to Vanderbilt. I went to Emory. And we had some mutual friends. um, And we kind of found out that we had made the show. And somebody I knew was like, oh, I know someone who made, uh, made it on the show, too. So we got each other's cell phone numbers and we talked a few times but we we promised we were going to pretend like we didn't know one another when we walked into the house well, so there was a, there was a little that. bit of flirting like before the show and like i thought he was an attractive guy but like i mean after a few like a week or two of living in a house with somebody it's unless it's like love at first sight it's really not you're not really, attra- <laughs> you're not yeah. really attracted to those people anymore so so producer, the producers had no clue that you guys knew each other then, right? No, that they is didn't. Wild. You guys did such a good job then, because I would have not expected that you guys knew each other beforehand. That's crazy. I actually kept a lot of secrets from them. So, like, the guy, Tracy, who I think was one of the top producers of the show, he lived in a town in Maine. And I'm not going to say the name of the town. I don't, I don't know if he still lives there. But it's a really small town where my grandmother and my grandfather grew up. And my old relatives when they found out I was going to be on the show were like oh we know a guy that was on the show and they kept saying Tracy and I'm like I don't think he was on the show I think he's like actually like one of the producers of the show you know Mm -hmm. and I didn't say a word about it like just didn't throughout the whole audition process because I just didn't want there to I didn't want him to be weirded out because he lives in this really small town in Maine and like you know for him to reconsider me for the show because of that. So, but then I told when I was on the show, I was just like, yeah. Um, so by the way, like, you know, my entire, like my, my grandma's side of the family, like you live in their town. Like, <laughs> so. so so this would have been like, while you're already pretty much guaranteed the spot then? When I was on it, like when I was when, in the house. Oh, wow. Oh yeah. 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 That is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so you did get noticed a lot, though, like by people, like once the show initially first rolled out. Yeah, I mean. It, what yeah. would be like the f- initial thing, like the first thing if somebody sees you, like maybe at a local supermarket or a mall, like what's the first thing someone says to you? I mean, so long ago. So, I mean, just people, would, some people would come up to you and like say something some people would just, and then they'd ask, well, the question is, how was it to be on the show? Like, what was it like? You know, and there were they, they have comments about other people on the show, if they'd seen more episodes, you know, a lot of people like to come up to me and tell me how much they didn't like Mel. And I'm like, well, she's actually like one of my really good friends. And I still 
adore her. Um, you know, we may have had a few tiffs and kind of gotten off on the wrong foot, but like she ended up being one of my favorite people in the whole house. Um, you know, so it's just like, you know, people just having their views of what the characters were. And a lot of some people would come up to me because I was in Philly and I was eating a lot of Philly cheesesteaks and a lot of late night things. So I gained some weight on the show and people were very commenting on that all the time, too. And so when they would meet me and they'd be like, oh, you're thin. I didn't think you were thin. Wow. <laughs> this was back in 2004. Yeah. Years. People would comment on my body and how, oh, you're you're really tiny. Like, I thought you were like a big girl. And I'm like, yeah. Wow. I don't know you if you'd walk up to any other stranger and say something like that. But I took, I mean, I know they didn't mean it offensively. Um, you know. So. That, that was like a really normal thing, though, at the time. Like, I know, like, a lot of the girls from the Paris season, two seasons before you yeah. uh, were talking about it on here, how, like, they got, like, really badly, like, body shamed, like, from uh -huh. their season. And they still to this day because of that experience have like carried like kind of like post-show trauma due to it you know what i mean so yeah i mean i had an eating disorder like and it was talked yeah. about in the show so for me yeah it did have an impact um and it did it did was something i had to work through um especially when you know it's on a, a large scale like that but you know i'm good now so well inquiring minds would like to know are philly cheesesteaks all they're cracked out to be or well, it depends. So, like, it depends if you like the whole, like, cheese whiz thing. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, they're good. I mean, they're really good when you're drunk. Like, if I, I was sober, when you're drunk, if I was sober, I don't know if I would think that they were, like, the best thing in the world. Like, we went to, like, uh, what was it? Um, Gino, uh, Pat and Gino's is, like, they're, like, across from each yeah, other. Yeah. I don't know which one's better. I really don't. I have... Like, they were like pretty much all the same to me. And I'm not trying to offend anyone in Philly. I just don't remember which one was better. It was a very long time ago. So I haven't, I don't have a Pat or Gino like affiliation. Well, Philly didn't take a, or Philly rather chose to offend you guys from what it seemed like. Cause it seemed like they gave you guys a, a really hard time about like filming there. Um, that was like the thing of the norm, right? Cause I think when I had MJ on, he said that like they would, when you guys were going to like the Starbucks that I think was across the street from you guys, like all the Philly people would like gather around there and like give you guys hard, hard times or something like that. They did. I mean, but it's Philly, right? Like, it's I don't know. I kind of have like a respect for like ornery people a little bit. I mean, my whole family's from the Northeast. Um, you know, MJ's Southern. So he's mm -hmm. got that really Southern mentality and, I, listen, I was born in Florida, so it's kind of like I have that mix of the North and the South. But, yeah, um, I mean, it's Philly. They threw, like, t what did they throw at Santa Claus at one game? Like, weren't they, like, throwing stuff at them? <laughs> yeah, like, but it's kind of funny, right? And, I mean, listen, there were places, like, I wanted to go, like, certain bars I, I would go to if, like, I wasn't on the show. And I wouldn't go because I didn't want to bring the circus with me, you know? So... Yeah. There, it's. I get. I mean, I'm not saying it's right to like. Some of the guys really did get in some fights, and like some people threw punches at them, trying to get attention, and that's really messed up. Like, I don't think. I think the guys kind of got it harder in that sense, right? Like they yeah, were more targeted. Because I mean, what, what? Even if you're a jerk, like you're not going to go after young women. Mm -hmm. I mean, and I don't remember even having any women try to start fights with me or anything like that. Um, but I'm not a very like argumentative, 
confrontational person anyway. Like I'm not that girl who gets up in people's faces um, and yells and screams. So um, I don't know. I, I can I, I know that I remember there was this one fight we were in this club and and Landon. I think I think he fell through a table and it was glass and yeah, he got um, it or something. Yeah. I'll never forget because the song point um, that that girl is poison that. Oh yeah. That girl is pull yeah. that was playing, and I don't know why. I'll just never forget that that song was what was playing when that all went down. I don't. It's just a random memory, but. <laughs> I mean, it's normal. There's certain situations in your lifetime where like something like so minuscule like will mm -hmm. be happening, like a song like in the background, and like you'll just immediately associate that with like a situation that happened. That's normal. Yeah, I mean, listen, I like Philly. Um, I've been back a couple times. Um, the food is phenomenal there, like, just so good. Um, I mean, Philly has a little chip on its shoulder, and I kind of like that about it. Yeah. And I made some really good friends there, um, met some really good people. Um, I, I really don't think, you know, I was a little, I, this is going to sound bad, but, you know, I think this, I don't know if it was the season before us or the season after us. I don't know when Sydney happened. I think it was after us. It was after you guys. Like, yeah, I and I remember being a little bad. bit miffed about that, <laughs> you know, because there was Paris, and like I think we were after Paris. And, wait, I don't even know. You got it, it went Paris, San Diego. You guys. Okay. Yes. Yeah, mm -hmm. and I think I just was like, we were like, oh, where's it gonna be? And then they're like Philly, and we're like, oh. And then after you guys was Austin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I actually went down. Um, to do the Austin um, like preview show. Yeah. Yeah. And that I, I saw that house and everything. It was cool. So you guys had a weird house, didn't you guys? I think it was like a converted bank or something, I heard. Yeah, it it was I don't want to say it was the Siemens bank or something. Um, because that we thought that was funny. Yeah. S-E-A-M, <laughs> not whatever, but um M five. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. Um, yeah, it was cool, actually. I mean, it was, like, very open planned. There was two stories. Um, there was, like, this huge atrium. I think there was a tree in the middle of it. Mm -hmm. um, kitchen. But, I mean, it was, like, and then there was, like, the basement where we would do the confessionals. It was, like, an old bank vault. Um, I think it became, like, an art studio because we actually, it was me Landon, Karamo, and Mel, we were back there a few years later and we actually were allowed in. Um, and we took some cool pictures in there, just, but they had changed it and it was like an art gallery or an event. I don't even know. Oh, wow. I don't know what it is now. Um, I, last time I was there, I was there for a wedding in 2015, 2016. And I think I took some pictures in front of the house. Um, and like, it was funny because we were, there was a tour bus driving by and they said something about, you know, this is where the real world was filmed and memories start to flood back being there. Um, yeah, I mean, just, you know, it, the, the show itself, like filming it is really fun. Um, you know, I don't know how it is, it was in later years, but like, you don't have a cell phone. Um, actually I snuck a cell phone. <laughs> did you? Yeah, I did. Wow. Were like you like using it? Uh-huh. Oh yeah. They never call you. No. I would go to the gym and charge it there. Um the, the reason and the reason I did it is because Shavonda was always on the phone with her boyfriend or ex-boyfriend yeah. or I mean she's married. They're still to together, her. I'm pretty sure. They're married and they they're have married, kids yeah. and they're adorable. But yeah. like 
she was always on the phone with him, like fighting or doing whatever. Like, and so it was just like, you couldn't even get a call in mm -hmm. like to anybody. So I wasn't like having any sort of like crazy conversations. I was just like calling my friends or like my parents and I would just like walk to the gym I'd charge it there and I had, I'd hide it. Um, you would think with all the cameras they have, somebody, anybody would catch that. I'm sneaky. <laughs> so, well, yeah. I want to hear about how you got on this show originally. I always ask my guests their yeah. cast stories is what I call them. Could you maybe yeah. walk me through, um, I guess, maybe like what you were up to, like prior to like real world and what led you to that audition and then, you know, the audition process itself? Yeah. So and I'm just going to this isn't really this kind of like just start at the very beginning. I was okay. 11, year, 11 years old when the first Real World came out, Real World New York. And my what? sister and I, we didn't, our parents were not strict about what we watched. We were obsessed with that show. I mean, like, I was just like, I fell in love with these people because they were having so much fun. It was silly. It was different. It was like it. And I said to my sister at 11 years old, I said, I'm going to be on that show. And she's like, no, you're not because <laughs> we're sisters and we fight. And I was like, yeah, I am. And then, you know, life went on and I didn't um audition for any shows between then and philly but i was in college um i was done i graduated um i was clerking at a law firm in atlanta and i saw that there was going to be open auditions um in a club that was literally across the street from where i worked it was on the weekend but it was still like right across the street i don't know if i saw a flyer or what um so i decided to go um and I went to the open audition and they brought us in like with a group of like maybe 10 people, asked a couple questions, kind of like let people around the room talk. And then they pulled me aside and they were just like, hey, can you fill out this application? Like the next day I went to a hotel. I think I talked to them for like three hours. And then it was just kind of like, I don't know how many, and maybe there was like three or four. I flew out to LA for the semifinals, um, did my interview there and, uh, and I got the show. So it was um, it was a fun process. I was at that age of 22 where I like I delusionally like just was like, I'm going to I'm going to be on the show. Like I felt like it was this like predestined thing that it was just going to happen because I told my sister when I was 11, I was going to do it. And she said no. And then, you know, <laughs> I was going to prove her wrong. Um, so I got it. I mean, I wish I had that kind of like confidence that I had back then in terms of just like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to make it out of tens of thousands of people on this TV show. Like today I would be like, uh, no, I don't even want to, I don't even have show up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. so you knew like, pretty much like very early into it then, like you were like, all right, you know, I think I'm getting on this thing. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Wow, I studied for it. Did you like, what do you mean mm -hmm. by that? So there's these books, like, they were like these books on like there was like the real world Vegas book and it was like this little book with like pictures of the cast and little stories and little things about that and then in the back they had everybody's application and then they also had like things from directors being like what they look for in people so <laughs> this is just me because I was I'm I'm an I, I'm a nerd like I study a ton I'm I read a lot I'm you know I, I know I came off as like the fun party girl, but like I'm really at the heart of things, just deceptively kind of smart. <laughs> it, it introverted nerd kind of person, and um, I studied for it. I, I when I went into the room, I was like, I'm not going to be the loudest person in this room. 
and I'm not going to like butt in and I'm not, I'm just going to, when I say something, it's going to be like what I feel and it's just going to be to the point. And like that, that's what the director said they looked for. They just looked for somebody like, cause there was people in there being like, I was on Jeopardy once. And I and, like just saying ridiculous things that were just to get attention. And I was like, I'm so, and I told, I told them that once when we were like doing one of our like interviews when we were in the show and they're like, you studied to be on the show. I'm like, yeah, study for everything, man. So. <laughs> uh, you find the loophole for everything on this thing. I mean, listen, I didn't get on the show cause I studied for it. Right. I no. Mean, yeah. They, they found something authentic in you that they wanted to put on the show, but yeah. you know, you had a pretty decent idea as to like how to deliver that authenticity, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm pretty sure at your casting special, um, this has been well documented by some fans they wanted me to talk about. You said that um, when you hit the screen, everybody's going to forget about Trishel from I knew, this, I knew this question was coming. That was just like, okay, first of all, I was pre-gaming for a Maroon 5 concert. Maroon 5, right? Yeah. I mean, they were, they've been around for a long time. Um, and I had my friend like filming me because I was like, oh, because we were supposed to make these like home videos after we'd auditioned and done a few interviews. And I just said it. I mean, I was just being a little cocky 22 year old. Did, did you get to did you get to meet Trishel? I've met her a couple times. Did you guys ever talk about that? No. Did she? Oh, OK. <laughs> I just I I don't. Trishel's just somebody that I don't really no, um, I don't. Well, you just knew like of her, I guess. Yeah, I listen. Like, there's a lot of people like I met and known from other casts. Um, my roommate in New York, um, Jules, she uh, she's really good friends with Rachel um, Robinson. Yeah, really good oh, friends with her. her. Um, and even back when her and V were dating, um, she also my friend Jules was with Diem. Um, oh wow! When Diem passed away, I actually saw Diem. Like, I'm not kidding you, like three days before she passed. Um, so I've, I've, you know, I've met a lot of the people on the shows, um, you know, just living in New York, you know, you, there'd be people in town. Um, but I actually, it's so funny. I met more people from the show through my friend Jules, cause she was, she went to college with, um, what's his name? He's... I'm drawing such a blank, but she went to college with somebody who's on road rules. And I actually met her through him. Um, and then like through her, I was like meeting all these, like she, he knew all these people. And then it was just like, kind of, I mean, that's how New York is though. Yeah. If you live in LA or I mean, LA is like the biggest place where everybody is from real world. Right. Everyone. Yeah, works everybody's like cattle. Like, yeah. Everyone's doing the 15 minutes over in LA. Yeah. But when I heard you say New York, not surprised, but from like the usual typical answer, everyone's like, yeah, I went straight to L.A. It's never it's usually like L.A. first and then New York second. But well, I didn't go to L I didn't want to go to L.A. because I didn't want to be an actress or do anything in the entertainment industry. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to be in New York. <laughs> it was, you know, yeah. I just wanted to write out the appearances and save some money and, and go to law school. But. Um, yeah, no, I don't really, I don't, I've met Trishel a few times. I don't know her. I know she was very, I mean, I don't even want to put words in her mouth. I think she was just a little annoyed about it, but whatever. I mean, that's just TV. Yeah. <laughs> really? I mean, listen, Trishel's much more famous than me. Like she's like, 
Trishel, I mean, like on Real World Vegas, I mean, she's iconic, right? They they changed the direction in the show that season. I I believe. I think that Vegas was the season where the show took a different direction. I think the first like eleven seasons, like from like the original New York to Chicago, was kind of like just people being documented, like talking and just living and pretty much just breathing at that point, right? Yeah, yeah. And then like Vegas is pretty much what I would consider Jersey Shore to be in like what they took the model that Vegas established and then turned it into their own kind of Italian version mm-hmm. of it. So I agree. I agree. Yeah. I think that they, well, and it's Vegas, right? Like, I think they wanted a really sexy cast. And listen, Trishel's a beautiful woman. Like, mm-hmm. she's beautiful. She still is. I think I've seen pictures of her. So yeah, she's been on this show. I, I have no hate for Trishel. I mean, I was a 22 year old who was just being silly and full of herself because she had a few drinks. No, I think it's funny. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, if I was in Trishel's shoes, I would laugh. But I mean, you know, we're all cut from different cloths. So. Yeah. I mean, listen, I was on some, I don't know where I was looking at something on Instagram the other day, but I think it was really old and she had made some comments about something that she wouldn't, I don't even know. It was kind of mean, but I was just like, whatever, you know. About you or just something No, else? no, 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 not about me, oh. about other people on their challenges. I think she got didn't get along with one of the producers there, or there was some backstory on that, and I don't know, but um, I literally, like, this, this is just me, like, on a, like, late night Instagram deep dive of, yeah. like, what's going on with these people that I sometimes, you know, hear about, you know. Does that happen often? Like, I mean, you live a rather private life away from the show, obviously, like you said. But, like, when you're on social media, just, like, just, you know, scrolling, does it happen often where, like, real world or, like, MTV-related stuff will, like, be in your crosshairs? Well, yeah. I mean, because I follow MJ. um, And, you know, all the challenge stuff has been happening. Um, You know, there's some other people, too, that I follow because I actually know them. um, And, uh yeah, I mean, and obviously, I mean, Karamo's obviously been so successful, and yeah. I am so proud of him. Um, he, I tell you, like, I'm not surprised at all about his success. Um, he told me, I remember he told me when we were in the house, he's like, one day I'm going to be in people's 50 most beautiful people. Like, not because he's like, thought he was the most, be- but just because he, like, knew he was going to be something, right? Mm-hmm. Like. So he wanted to be something that was like influential and like, you know, out there and in the public eye. And like he worked his butt off to get where he was. I mean, he had a lot of jobs between, you know, the queer eye thing where he was just really hustling um, on top of raising two kids that yeah. he didn't even know he had um, until like they were like <laughs> teenagers, you know. So that guy. I mean, Karamo, I, Karamo and I actually talk, um, not on the phone a lot, but we, we talk like Instagram chat and text and, um, you know, just kind of have conversations here and there about things. And I'm just so proud of him. I'm just, you know, did you see that him and MJ like ran into each other at the airport recently? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So, cause I, they're my friends on Instagram. So I saw yeah. that, um, we had a group chat actually. It was a few months ago. It was me, Karamo, Landon. No, Landon wasn't. Landon doesn't really go on social media a lot. Private guy. He doesn't yeah. go on social media at all. <laughs> yes. He has like two accounts and I don't think he. <laughs> anyway, it was, okay. So it's me, Shavonda, 
Gramo and MJ and Mel. So it's five of us. And we mm -hmm. were all sending each other voice messages. Like a voice, like, you know, where like you can set a typing, you're just sending voice messages. And it was just so <laughs> fun. And then we all started to end up talking and um, there was some chats about the whole like reunion stuff. Homecoming. Yeah, the shows they're doing. The real world homecoming. Yeah, it? yeah. And we yeah. were talking about that. And because, um, you know, they've there we were they like skipped a few because I think that you have to have all everybody. All seven, yeah. Yeah. So they, I it went it went uh the first two seasons that they did and they went from two and then straight to nine for the third season, season uh -huh. nine. So I think it's really, really hard to get everybody on board. And I think, honestly, I do think the reason we wouldn't is probably because of Karamo. I think that, you know, with his new show, um, it, my thoughts on it, and I don't know this, I mean, and I've never asked him, because I I wouldn't, I mean, he's so, he's got the Karamo show, he took over from Maury, essentially, and, like, my thing is, is I don't think he could take off to do it. I don't, with his schedule. I mean, allegedly... MJ said that when they met up at the airport that Karamo said, like, oh, I really hope that we get our homecoming. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I just didn't want to, like, I didn't want to ask Karamo about it because I didn't want to be, like, make him uncomfortable and make him think I was, like, because I would do it. Um, you would? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Well, that's oh. a fat check, I heard. <laughs> that's, I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, I've already told, like, some people at work, like, I mean, I'm a partner at my my law firm. Um, mm -hmm. so I'm like partner, partner, like real partner. <laughs> so yeah. I'm like, I could take a two week vacation. I mean, it would be with, I do litigation. So it would be, I would, I don't know if they'd let me have my computer on there. They probably wouldn't. Cause they'd be like, you're, <laughs> you gotta be on the show. You can't be like checking your email, like yeah. all stressed out. But uh, me being the devil's advocate here, I think, I mean, you mentioned Karamo. I think the real potential like wild card and all this potentially be landing yeah i mean he's With the money though i mean that's the thing like that's it's hard i, think I mean that's like, i heard about what it is and like i mean it's not like crazy but it's it's enough for you to go oh i mean you know you could be like, a fly on the wall for two weeks if you really want it i know right yeah. like I mean, I'm not going to go on there talking about politics or anything crazy like that. Like, I, you know, I have clients. Like, I mean, I'll talk about things, but I'm not going to, like, you have to be mm -hmm. careful, you know? Do any of you guys know, like, what Willie's up to these days or, like, where he is? Mm-mm. No. Really? No. Um, Willie um, and I actually, when we, I was in New York, you know, I hung out with Willie a lot um, in those two years that I was there. And um, there was like a situation that happened after I left New York with my roommate, the one I was telling you about, Jules, mm -hmm. who um, he, he was really close with her, too. And um, some unfortunate things happened and he kind of just fell off the face of the earth because um, he allegedly did some things that, you know, weren't cool. Um, so, I mean, I'm really still good friends with Jules and. Um, her girlfriend, Christy, who, you know, was involved in the entire situation. And there was some other people too, who knew him like Ryan Kehoe and, you know, yeah. um, I mean, I, I hope he's well, 
Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it, I didn't really have any interest in being his friend anymore after certain things that occurred in New York. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, we could only, you know, leave it at that at that point. Yeah, I mean, no, that's it. Yeah. I, I don't want to say anything else, but like, yeah, I hope he's okay. Um, you know, if he was on the show, it'd be good to see him, but it's really no one knows. I mean, that's what we were kind of talking about, too. I mean, we were all last time he was spotted was Puerto Rico. And how recent would that be? After the hurricane, so 2017. Okay. Yeah. Wow. And then well, that- I think someone told me they were on. Oh, okay. So my, I don't know if you watched my season, have you? Yeah. Okay. So, you know, the guy that, um, you know, how we went to a gay pride parade and we met like all these guys and we would hang out with them all the time. And there was this <laughs> one guy named Diana. Well, his yeah. real name's Jason. So him and I are really close. He actually just moved to where I live, Tampa, and bought a house here um, with his with his partner. And um, he said he was on the subway uh, a year or so ago and um, was sitting right across from Willie. In New York? Uh-huh, uh-huh. And Willie, like, wouldn't acknowledge him. Did like, he know, like, that it was him? Yes, they were. They were friends. They he stayed friends with Willie after I was friends with Willie. Like, it was it was. I I shouldn't even. I feel bad talking about it, but I mean, it was the whole situation is bizarre. I mean, something it, just must have gone like awry there. I don't know. I mean, I can't. Yeah, I mean, but it's yeah. I mean, it was just sad. I really did care for him a lot, and you know, um. But he hurt a lot of people that I am still close with. So, you know. Yeah, you're right. I think it would be very hard. You know he has a twin brother, though. Oh, then maybe they could come get him. <laughs> we were just, we were, I know we were kind of joking about that, too. But you know. <laughs> I mean, listen, it was a long time. This was all, like, all this stuff that went down was, like, a decade ago. People change. You know, people go through rough times. People, you know. I mean, the, the, you know, kind of, like, producer mind part of me, like, would be, like, this would be a perfect thing to tap into, like, on the show, but. Oh, oh I know. My my roommate, Jules, says she would be driving to Philly. <laughs> she's, 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 uh, she's, like, yeah, because she's the one that was in Puerto Rico um, with her girlfriend and, like, ran into one of Willie's exes and was, like, hey, like, they asked, they're, like, have you heard from Willie? And they're, like, oh, Willie. Willie's uh, staying with us here in Puerto Rico. And they're like, what? You know? So it was just, yeah, that, that was that. And then my friends, Jason, Diana, um, who last spotted him. So that was the last Willie sighting that we know of. One could only speculate, but. Um, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> yeah. I think another burning question on the minds of a lot of people, though, and I wonder this myself, too, because I think anybody that could watch the real world Philadelphia season, you've got seven roommates. Everybody's getting their character development, but you're very easily able to pinpoint like this person's got a main character archetype. And I think that you fall under that category on real world Philly. So this thus causes the question here. 
Why in God's name did we not get Sarah on at least one challenge? Um, I was asked to do two. Um, I said no. Um, I don't remember why I said no. I think I think afterwards, you know, after the show and having some of the stuff that happened was a little bit. I don't want to say traumatizing, but it was just it made me draw inward a lot, you know, um, especially doing all the tours to the bars. Mm-hmm. Um, it was exhausting, you know, and it, I just think I felt like I had given enough of myself um, that I didn't want to. I just didn't want to do it anymore. I didn't want to be on TV anymore. Um, you know, I, I like I said, don't regret the experience like. It was great. I deeply love, you know, some of my friends that I made on that show. Um, But I just think it was kind of like I kind of learned a lesson, like, you know, be careful Mm -hmm. how much attention you ask for. And I'm also just like it's like I'm always myself Um, and that can get you in trouble. Right. Um, And, you know, I did get a lot of scrutiny after the show just for sake, like you said, of being sex positive or, you know, whatever, or, um, and I just, I just needed to, to move forward with my life and, you know, become a attorney, which, you know, I'm well into now. And Mm -hmm. yeah, it's like, I always say this, it's like, when you come off your original show of real world, it's always like a shit or get off the pot. It's like either kind of like, if you continue to do challenges, it's you're like pigeonholed into this and that's like what you're going to like continue to do. And like, you don't really like leave it. You know what I mean? Or you can go in the route of like, just, all right, you know, this was nice. This was cool. I, I could talk about this in 15 years when I'm like just randomly telling stories, but I live my life. It's like yeah. one or two. It's like you pigeonhole yeah. yourself and continue to stay in the reality stuff or cool story to tell in 15 years while I'm just normally living a, work life you know what i mean so yeah i mean it's crazy to me sometimes that i even did it like because my life is so different um but i got to do a lot of really exciting stuff i mean living in new york and going out and i don't know i I don't regret it i don't you you still went to like the 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 awards though right like the oh yeah 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 that was when i was in law school actually i think i flew out there um you know, it's, I don't know if you watch um, any of the shows on Bravo, you know, Summer House? Yeah. So I'm, Lindsay um, and I knew each other at UF. And in fact, we actually lived together for a little bit um, that summer. Um, but I think when I was out in LA for that, I, me- I met with her. And yeah, it's just funny to see her now because she's like Miss Reality Television, you know, <laughs> and she's. I mean, she's like, I always told her when we like we were friends, I was like, you would have been like, you would have killed it on real world, you know. Um, And I think she had considered auditioning for it because I was still going at that time. But I mean, she's obviously made the better choice with Summer House because I think it's a lot more for her PR and everything like that. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, I did want to ask, though, kind of about yours and uh, Melanie's dynamic, because it was kind of like an interesting one. It was like, you know, we kind of saw you guys like you were close, but then like there would be like a rift and then there was like a little bit of a spat over an $150 (laughs) pair of jeans. (laughs) How would you like characterize that? Like, I mean, you obviously you're close um, and you understand her like maybe now, but like, well, how would you maybe characterize like back then's like type of uh yin and yang type of back and forth dynamic you guys had so yeah because that that argument in fiji um it's funny because i think i saw like a clip of that and i sent it to her and we were just like laughing hard about it <laughs> um i was like Duh, uh, something like that i was just, like so mad about. i was like really makes me mad or something i was like whoa drama sarah um no, I, you know, when we first met, um, she, I, I didn't like her that much. And I don't think she liked me that much. I think we were very different people, um, very different backgrounds. And I mean, I don't, but like, she even said to me afterwards, she's like, God, I was so judgmental. Like I was such a judgmental person. Like she even said, like she was, she like apologized to me. I'm like, I don't care. Cause we became really close. Yeah. Um, it was almost kind of like sisters, you know, because um, my sister and I are very different people, but we're, we're still, I still love her to death. And um, Mel is such a, like, that's the thing about her is like, she actually is one of the most fun loving, like cool, chill people you'll ever meet. Like she, I, I saw her in 2019. I went out and visited her. Um, I was out for a birthday party in uh, Napa and she's in Sonoma now with her husband and her little baby Pearl. Um, who's just the cutest freaking kid in the world. And um, I don't know. She's just that she's just got a good soul. And I know like it seems like that, but that was just kind of like maybe a couple arguments that we had. But really, besides that, uh, I think we learned a lot from each other. And um, she's got a she's just a good hearted person. And it really wasn't as bad as people thought. We had a lot of fun on the show. Like most of the time, we were laughing and joking and like we were always joking about how it wasn't going to be a very good season because <laughs> we weren't really fighting that much. And like we, we did this like eighties prom. They didn't, sh- I, they sh- I don't think they showed that. Right. No, no. And it was so awesome. Like Karamo won homecoming King and my friend Jason, who's AKA Diana, he was prom queen and I'll like, we were just always coming up with fun things and joking and laughing. And like, we were like obsessed with the crew, which we had got talked to about. We're like, you're not allowed to talk. You're not allowed to talk about the crew members. You're not allowed to have crushes on the crew members. I mean, that happens in different seasons, but yeah, um, but we were just kind of like, it was like camp, you know, we're just these like seven kids just like goofing around and, you know, I got mad at everyone cause they were just dirty and I was, like the one cleaning up the house all the time, you know, and yeah, you definitely took on a mother role on that. Yeah. yeah. I was so happy when the scabies came around. I said that I was like, now everyone has to clean. Like, cause I, it was disgusting. You have no idea how gross that house was at times. It was disgusting. Like it was so <laughs> gross. That's why everything's so colorful because they don't want people seeing the mess. It's gross. <laughs> one thing i joked about too with mj is like it felt like there was a camera everywhere in that house oh yeah oh yeah Every, I was, like on dude, other I seasons, earplugs to this day because 
at night there's these cameras, these night vision cameras, and you would be like, you'd hear them eh, 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 like that. And so like I wear earplugs at night every night now because I had to for four months, not just because of the cameras, but because sometimes people were like still partying and screaming and yelling and whatever. And I was just like tired. And not that I didn't party too, I did, but like there were nights where we had to get up early the next morning and build this playground and there's like screaming and throwing Campbell's soup across the room. I mean, <laughs> I think that really happened one night. I think Landon like literally threw like tomato soup because he was drunk. Like, and like I just heard screaming and I'm like, what the hell people? So. Yeah. I mean, good for, good for him because he, he took like, um, you know, a different turn once like that show ended, like, you know, cause like he didn't like how the show like, per, or how he portrayed himself on the show with like drinking and stuff. And he yeah. took like much different kind of like, you know, turn to kind of get himself better. Yeah. I think he's too hard on himself. He is. I, I mean, Landon's a good guy. And I mean, I think he was hard on himself. I think he probably views it in a way that's much more severe than it really was. Um, a lot of us, like, that's the thing that's sad. is like, yeah, Landon did get very drunk sometimes, right? And sometimes it was out of control. But there was nights where I was, I'd fall asleep in front of the toilet. They never filmed me falling asleep in front of the toilet. <laughs> like, because that wasn't my role. Like, they didn't care. Yeah. I literally remember waking up next to a toilet one day, and there was a camera guy sitting on the bench, and I just got up and walked to my bed. He didn't film it. Oh, so you know. Well, that's the one time where the girl does benefit on the show, huh? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure if there was a girl, I mean, I'm sure there's been seasons where there's been girls that have drunk, drank too much or whatever. But we're like, we were right out of college. It's like mm -hmm. just like college kids. Yeah. So. Well, I thank you again for taking the time to do this. You know, I know you don't really speak about this much often anymore, but um, I was, no, was pleased fun. when you. I was pleased when you agreed, and I was even more pleased uh, with how this turned out. So maybe it was fun to hop down the rabbit hole for an hour or so. It was. It was. I. Uh, it's fun. It's. I mean, who doesn't like talking about themselves, right? That's why I, mean, I did, the show. That's why I did the show in the first place, and I, I rarely get to do it anymore. So, um, you know. Well, who knows? We may see you in a homecoming some sometime. I mean, we don't know for sure if it'll come to fruition but from what it seems like you know there, there's it's on the table i'm very happy to hear that you have more intel than me about the listen the, this, all this news just comes like I, i'm just an innocent bystander and this just comes flying in so well, i mean yeah but you're you're, you're talking i mean like i said i could have directly asked chroma the question but like i didn't want him to think like i had ulterior motives and you know, you know, yeah, that makes sense. So that's that's really, um, you know, actually, I actually kind of commend you for that because some people kind of may have ulterior motives, but like, you know, you actually thinking about like how someone else might perceive something is like pretty big, yeah. in my opinion. So yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, well, Mike. Well, thank you so much, um, you know, for reaching out and taking that chance when I've been so private all these years, but yeah. yeah. I'm sure that people will love this. So thank you. Uh, thank you again. All right. Thanks, Mike.